It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? Okay, I'll just What's do it by up? myself then. I guess. What's up? What's up? What's up? What the hell just like I? You were going to say it, then I was going to say it, then Brandon was going to say it. Since when? Like, I want to try something new this week. No nonsense. You just didn't say it. <laughs> I always wait till the second one. What are you talking about? That's never been a thing. Uh, that I've all, you've just never noticed. It's not my fault. You guys, not, uh, I don't know. I just don't notice this. I days. don't know what just happened there, but we lost our perfect game literally on the first batter of the first inning. So we've got that going for us, which hey, is nice. we don't set high expectations here. Uh, well, welcome into episode number zero of Jabbing Out, as in I have, <laughs> z- I have zero clue what is going on with Johnny Gargano, and we will talk about that a little bit more, obviously, at the start of today's show. Uh, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton. We're going to see if maybe AJ can't check in at some point because we'd like for you guys to take a listen He's got some new music out right now, First Class. I finally spent some real time with it. Like, I had played it in the background, but I spent some real time with it on Tuesday night. It's excellent. Um, so uh, we'll see. We'll see if he can, if he can't. We know how it goes now. A uh, different world that we're living in during the course of these 90 days. All right, um, boys. Oh, and there might be a guest. By the way, this goes back to the show prep thing. Maybe there's going to be a guest that pops up at some point, too. Maybe. I don't know. That's the reality of what we're dealing with it deal with. All right? What did I just say? What did, I have no idea. That would, I, you know what I just said? I said, I said deal with it and deal, dealing with backwards. I said dealing with it, and then I said deal with. Okay. Hi. Glenn Clark, professional broadcaster. God. That was really bad. All right, boys, uh, let's begin with the fallout, only because I, I feel like the biggest story this week is, I, I know Kyle O'Reilly is being lumped in, but I, I, gotta, I cannot pretend to be concerned about Kyle O'Reilly's future at all. I'm sorry. I, I know I'm supposed to like Kyle O'Reilly, and I know we're doing a bit where we're pretending again that Kyle O'Reilly hasn't been yeah. horrible for a year because... You know, that's what we do when we think somebody might be leaving WWE for AEW. We just talk about how great they are. And we, I, you cannot get me to pretend to be concerned about Kyle O'Reilly's future. I'm sad that it's gotten to this place, but I've talked about it ad nauseum. Um, I, I just think it's better for everybody I, like to give him a second shot somewhere. And if that's just him playing second fiddle to Adam Cole in a faction on another company, I, I think it's about as good as he can possibly do at this point. I just don't. I, Aaron, do you think I'm in any ways wrong to be dismissive of the the, the conversation that surrounds Kyle O'Reilly? Um, I mean, I think you're being a little over dismissive. You're not wrong about the this had to happen. Like he had to go. There was no ch- choice. I do think that there's a, a higher ceiling than you believe. Um, oh, I wasn't I think there was. I once upon a time, I believe there was yeah. a high well, ceiling and I, for I, Kyle I, I O'Reilly. Think there can be is what I'm I, saying. Like I, if you tell me he goes to Japan and has an outstanding singles run there. I can 100% see Maybe, but I am at the point now where I can't blame this on WWE. Like, I can't. This is so bad that I, I, 
I have to believe this is at least in part that we missed something on him. That he truly was someone who wasn't ready for this. Um, and, and that's very possible. Either way, like, it had to, he had to go. There, there was no question about that. There had to be a breakup. I mean, there, this just, this, there was nothing coming. It was completely poisoned. It's what it is. And by the way, I, that's the weird part about it still, and it's going to bleed into the Johnny Gargano conversation. We're assuming that it's over, but like, we still don't even have confirmation about that. And I know that somebody would say, no. well, we don't have confirmation about a lot of guys, but that's been weird in a lot of ways too, right? Like we all, we have all worked under the assumption that at some point we were going to see Bray Wyatt in AEW. There was hard reporting about Bray Wyatt in AEW, and that never occurred. So I- Impact as well, right? There, there was there was a pretty hard report on him going to Impact. I think I don't know about after, hard. There, there were definitely rumors and talks and stuff. There were one hundred percent hard reports about AEW. There were one thousand percent. This is the date that he's de- that he was to debut in Rochester on AEW. It, it is a really weird bit, right? And we're, we're still sitting here not knowing what's going on there. Um, so I think everybody's working under the assumption that Kyle O'Reilly is about to be part of an Adam Cole faction um, with Bobby Fish on on AEW, and I get why that's the assumption. I like I can, It makes all the sense in the world, doesn't it? But sure. I mean, we still don't know that, and we are to assume that the contract ran up after... Why I mean, is it through the end of this week? Is that what the assumption was? The Kyle O'Reilly one, we don't know as much about. The, well, there there were rumors that yes, he had like either it ran up, basically that this was his last scheduled date. Okay. Um, but there was also in those same reports, WWE is pushing to try to resign him, and we don't know where that's going to go. Well, so, so the hard report I read, and and I want to comment on this because this this again, we don't know. It's just a rumor from a from a credible source. I believe it was Fightful. And the way it was the way that this rumor was put out there concerns me about how they look at these two people. And I'll explain what I mean by that in a minute. It was explained that both Kyle and if you remember, uh, you know, they're saying that both of these guys were brought to SmackDown. And we remember when they had the dark match or whatever. I think it was the same weekend. Or if it wasn't, it was back-to-back weekends. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they, there was a, there was this stretch where they're doing a lot of dark matches with NXT people. Right, but there was like one particular. But but when it's Johnny Gargano, that's different than in, when it's Dakota Kai sure. or something. You know what I mean? And there was a weekend where it was like Kyle was there and Gargano was there, and they might have wrestled each other. I don't remember if they wrestled each other, but they, may, they might. Have. Anyway, my point is like now the report is saying on that weekend or stemming from that weekend that both men were offered multi-year deals and then they don't know what is to come of that okay here's my issue and i know that that's just being reported that way it doesn't mean anything but it does concern me that they view those guys the same way and they definitely shouldn't <laughs> one guy is a thousand times more valuable than the other one and if they're viewing these people the same way I think that is all we need to know about. Well, that that to you says something about Johnny Gargano, and we'll get we'll get to that in one second. Right. Uh, and, and by the way, and and that could just be a mystery. All it says is they they were both right. Off and and, and we well, that's don't know and that's about. Yeah. that's why I said we don't really know. But the fact that they were, I and I we'd have to go back and look. It seems like they were both brought the same weekend. The way that was reported made it sound like they were offered similar deals, 
and that is not the way I. Well, view but those it, two it, it could also just be a timing thing because the both sure. their deals are up at the same time. So, sure. so look, I, it could mean nothing. Right. I, I, I genuinely have nothing more to say about Kyle O'Reilly. I wish I felt something stronger about him. I used to think the world of Kyle O'Reilly and absolutely believe that they should have been building um, him to overcome Adam Cole and be the new leader of the undisputed era. And clearly, that ended up going nowhere. And by the time we got there. We didn't want to see him go over Adam Cole. Um, all of but this. Wait, 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 wait. But before we finish there, do you believe that was his ceiling? Because I do. I think that was the best we could have expected from him. What do you mean? Overcoming Adam Cole. Like, I don't know. I, I never saw him. I go thought I 1000. I mean, we had this conversation. I remember being oh, yeah, co- in coming a- out of war games last year. We all agreed that, oh, my God, there was that moment of him in the right. cage. It's like, that's that top moment. Oh, my God, this is the well, I, I, I NXT, though. No, right? I, I remember having this conversation. And, and Brandon, you weren't, uh, you know, like the three of when we were in the car on the way to that arcade bar that we went to in New York. We were talking about this. I vividly remember having this conversation. I don't ask me why I vividly remember it. And Aaron and I were both trying to explain, you know, we're both telling you, because Brandon, you were talking about Roderick, you know, how do we go about doing this? And you were talking about Roderick Strong being the next guy. And we both looked at you like, you're nuts. Kyle O'Reilly is a star. Kyle O'Reilly is a guy that's going to be a top guy for some time to come within that company. And, you know, I, I was. At that point, I mean, how long ago are we talking about now? God, the pandemic makes everything. That's 2019? Uh, almost three years ago, yeah. Almost three years ago. At that point, I was a firm believer in Kyle O'Reilly being someone that this company was it was going to, you know, to steal a line from AEW. It was going to be a pillar of WWE for some time to come. Like past NXT, you believe Oh, my that? God. I absolutely. Okay. What I, I, seen, I, I, I never did. I, I thought he could be a solid, you know, upper mid-carder. I didn't think he was going to be like the star of stars no, in WWE. He, he, wait, wait, wait. You're, not, you're putting words in my mouth now. I'm not saying he was going to be Roman Reigns, but I absolutely thought he could be Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins is a star of stars. Yeah. Um, I, I, I never saw it, and I, I wanted to make sure we had that conversation before we move on to the next part of this. I 1,000% believed in Kyle O'Reilly, and and again, part of that, I will have to admit, is when I saw Kyle O'Reilly in Ring of Honor, I, I never saw any of the stuff. Look, and again, I, I still don't know the, as I kept saying over and over again, if you had just had him stop doing some of the stuff that he was doing, it might not have gotten so poisoned. I mean, this really does come back to me to be more about the entrance than anything else. Yes, his promos weren't particularly good, but you know, as we Darby Allen doesn't cut a particularly good promo. There are plenty of guys that but they, can. But they also do weird stuff when Adam Cole wasn't around. Like they put him up against people that weren't doing him any favors. Okay, there was some of that. That's true. But the biggest thing that poisoned Kyle O'Reilly was the entrance. The entrance in the music. Yeah. I mean, it was it was ungodly. That you you just I just wanted it to end. I wanted it to take this man out of his misery. Put put the old girl down. You know, like I this was old Yeller that I was dealing with. Like, don't make us all go through this again. This is horrible. So to Aaron's point, yes, could you get him away for a little while, make people stop thinking about that, completely repackage him, give him a different name. And and within uh, some time, could he be someone that I think the world of? He was a damn good wrestler. That was what drew to me drew me to him when he was in Ring of Honor was just that he was a damn good wrestler. So could he become a damn good wrestler again? And just not any of these other things. 
it, it clearly, I was way out of control thinking he could be Seth Rollins at some point, but, you know, he could still be something for sure um, yeah. at some point down the road. But right now, he's not anything. All that being said, the real story, of course, is Johnny Gargano. And the story isn't as, it's a little bit to me about Gargano. It's way more to me about what happened at the end of the show. Because yeah. I, one, well, of, there, one of two things to me occurred it, in that moment. And, and I think they're, they're equally possible. The first thing is that WWE knows that Johnny Gargano is sticking around. And the, that's the feeling I got. The second thing is they made a horrendous mistake <laughs> that they think is going to pay off for a young talent and doesn't pay off even remotely. So I'm going to try to cover both of these things, right? The part, if there if WWE doesn't know with certainty that Johnny Gargano will be back at some point, it doesn't have to be full time. It could be for a match. Yeah. What they did is insane. If he's not coming back, it, the idea that Grayson <laughs> Waller would get a rub just from being the guy that took Johnny Gargano out as he was saying goodbye is nonsense. Now we can all debate whether or not Grayson Waller should be the guy getting that rub, and I think we would all, to a man, agree: no, he shouldn't be the man getting that rub. But whatever it's clear they think something they they, and and that's that's a hard thing to to work around right now because they they're again they're still in the era of just throwing a bunch of stuff against the wall so when you say it's clear that i don't know that it's clear but at the moment they're projecting as if they see something in grayson waller so okay but we'll deal with that but that goes away if Johnny Gargano isn't definitely a part of WWE at any point in the future, you know whose name they're not referencing moving forward? Right. Johnny Gargano. So what value at all Although does they it still have? have they still have Roman Reigns talk about beating Daniel Bryan all the time. Roman Reigns, they, they, Roman Reigns is a different individual. I, I No, I'm just saying referencing a person who's on another company. I mean, they do they do, do they that let Roman do. They let Roman Reigns do things sure. that they wouldn't let Grayson Waller do. Right, right. Hey, who knows? Maybe he's the new yeah. Roman Reigns. And I'm saying that on purpose to right, be right. like, just like, there, okay. There, there's so, no rub that comes. You don't, when, once the I, guy I is gone, he's gone. There's no rub I, there. I had a thought about it. And it's almost worse if this is the case. Maybe not worse, but it's not good. Um. My thought was that this is they just did this so that they can do more stuff with Champa before ultimately put putting the title on Braun Breaker. And so now Champ is angry at Waller for Yeah, and then that's friend. who he fights at New Year's Evil or whatever so that they get Braun Breaker on a real pay-per-view and not on the show. I mean, I and, and again, we could talk about I, I think I, I I know what you're gonna say, and I would agree with you that it's much more valuable to put Braun Breaker over on the show than the pay-per-view, but we don't need to talk about that right now. I'm just saying I I could see them wanting to prolong the Braun Breaker thing a little bit till maybe a bigger kind of moment. And and this just being okay, now Champa can come out and fight Grayson Waller or something. I, I don't know. I was so befuddled by this. I thought for sure we were just getting the straight segment. And I, I was legitimately shocked by the 
Like when the crowd started being weird, I was I had no idea what was well, happening. No, it, it couldn't have been a straight second because they would never let someone. I, I you can we can like Johnny Gargano all you want. You don't allow I mean, that to happen if someone is about to go wrestle for another company. That just they doesn't. They did for Ambrose. No, they did for the Shield. Right. And I do think there's a difference there. Yes, because some of that rubs off on guys that were still in their company. Like there's there's no. But they still did the Ambrose thing. I mean, they, they didn't technically air it, but they put it online and everything. I mean, they did the after the air segment with Ambrose and put it on all their official channels and all that stuff. Well, but and, again, and... that was with Rollins and Reigns in the ring. But it was the goodbye to him. I understand the that. The had it already gi- been over. But it still gives a rub to guys that are still employed by them. And, and they and they use that to plug their stupid, uh, you know, the, the Shields Last Ride house show pay-per-view thing. I, I don't know. I, I'll, all I'll say is this. The NXT accounts have a lot of thank you, Johnny, and Grayson Waller isn't part of any of it. So it, it is interesting that... Here's my hunch, is that they may not know where, if he's coming back, they're confident that at least in the immediate future, he's not going immediately to age. I think they think he's because Candace going... is under contract through May well, and not, all that. Not, not even, not even the, the she's pregnant. I think they think he's going to go sit at home for a bit. Um, uh, and and that, maybe that's, that's to me what it feels like is they don't know. But and maybe he up... is, but this isn't stuff that I would be doing because I don't know. You know what I mean? Like th- right, I, and that's. I, I'm not doing any of this without knowing something. For for the record, um, I just saw there was a Meltzer report about this. Hang on, let me pull it up in one second. Uh, Dave Meltzer says, "Do to do." This was this is this is sort of a, a quote, and it's, this is not direct quotes. This came from uh, their podcast. He said, "The feeling within Summit NXT is that both O'Reilly and Gargano will be back. These are angles that have been done to take them out so that they can come back down the line." Um, down the line, uh, presumably, you know, as you pointed out, that they're going to take some time. I, I I didn't know. Apparently, Kyle O'Reilly is also expecting uh, a child. Oh, you know what? I did know that uh, early no, in the it. early in the year, so that uh, perhaps it's more related to that than it is related to anything else. Now, look, I, I, all of this. Those is, guys definitely weren't reacting like that. That was the case. I mean, that that's the other part of this is the the stuff that they did that wasn't on TV was pretty. Yeah, that, and, and that's the thing. My first reaction was Gargana's not going anywhere. Then they did all that stuff at the end, which again could just be selling it. This could be extra kayfabe. Right. On yeah, top keep of in mind, these are these are people are still actors. Yes. Well, my re- my reaction was that Kyle O'Reilly's leaving and Johnny Gargano's going to the main roster. That was my reaction because that felt like more of a goodbye to NXT than a goodbye goodbye. There were a few lines in there, the I'm going to bet on myself. That again, again. No, he was talking about, I think he was talking about when he came the past. He already bet on himself. It it didn't, because that's what I was thinking as well. But the promo, it didn't feel like a main roster. But it's also, but but the the NXT account also quoted him and posted that. So I don't know if, if that was him saying he's going to AEW, they wouldn't have done that. I mean, they literally took the quote, I'm going to go right. bet on myself with his picture and posted it on all their official channels. I doubt you do that if that's not him going to SmackDown or something. You know what I mean? Or or I don't know. By the way, and that's the next part of this conversation, right? Like, if he does come b- back, what does what is that? Because I might be... I might be the crazy person, but I think he could be the next Daniel Bryan. 
He's exactly the age that Daniel Bryan was whenever he had his crazy year. I mean, I think if you wanted to put someone on an emotional roller coaster that could put over that could go over Roman Reigns and make it matter, no. that's the person. Stop. Stop. You're 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 setting yourself up for failure. Uh, I, was, I was going to say, do I believe it could, yeah. they could do it? Do I believe in a million years they would? Well, that's well, it, two different and, things. Well, there's two, and, could, and, could and would are two well, different but things. It's also two different things in a way, too. I, I, I don't think you're crazy to think that there could be a Daniel Bryan type of, um, you know, that you try to capture something with Johnny Gargano, who's beloved and, and absolutely could be I think he's a more a, charming version of Daniel Bryan. Uh, to some extent, there's my, maybe some truth to that. I, he's Johnny Gargano, while a very good wrestler, is not quite Daniel Bryan either. But I would go a step beyond that, which is to say, stop, stop yourself before he's the one that goes over Roman Reigns. Like, these are two different things that we should be having a conversation about. Is there some world where Johnny Gargano could be a guy that's pushed heavily and has a Daniel Bryan-like run and becomes a champion, something along those lines? Absolutely. But I, I, I couldn't even justify him. You're, you're building up Roman Reigns for the... The guy has to be your superstar for the next ten years. You're what, larger what, what than what was what was Daniel Bryan though? He wasn't almost that. No, he was not. He, well, he, he, he almost might've. was. You got to well, hear well, it. Though, I mean, we don't know what would have happened. We it, legitimately he have no idea. He was on his way to being. He that. was certainly on his way to being someone that was a very important part of that show, well, but he was but not forget, on his way no. to being a larger than life figure that was the singular driver of tickets, something along those lines. He if was, Dan, and if Daniel Bryan never gets injured, he gets squashed by Brock in four months. That we stop, stop with the Johnny. Like you are, you know enough about professional wrestling to, and I'm not. Look, WWE can still screw up the Roman Reigns thing. Let's make that abundantly clear. They can still screw up in a lot of ways, including if they're really going to try to drag this thing out with three matches with Brock Lesnar. At some point, you might have to let Brock Lesnar win one of them. But let's right. let's 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 take the step back. The what they should be doing is setting themselves up to put a rocket behind someone else who, as we talked about the last time, is a singular star, is the guy you're throwing your 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 everything behind moving forward for a decade. And I, I love Johnny Gargano, and I think the world of Johnny Gargano, but Johnny Gargano is not the guy that's going to go move you know, 12-year-olds to become professional wrestling fans. But, but I have to poke holes in this, though, because at one point you thought Jey Uso could be this person. No, no, and at I one point I thought Jey Uso much, could be the guy to take much, that. You're separating two things. When I talked about that, it was not because of the guy that's going... They are going, clearly keeping this thing going for so long that it has to be a massive deal. At the time that I said Jey Uso, it was to finish that story. This has become so much far bigger than the, the story. This is becoming now literally Roman Reigns is unbeatable. But you are you defeating you the make, unbeatable. Don't, but don't you think you could make someone into a Cinderella story by beating him? And it doesn't have to necessarily be... He can be a Cinderella story by beating Randy Orton. He can be a Cinderella story by beating Like for anyone. the other title? Yes. Sure. Okay. Okay. I mean, it has the, to end the with the Roman title. Reigns thing is we're setting it up to be unprecedented. If he doesn't lose, it, I mean, if we're really talking about this thing perhaps going all the way to L.A. WrestleMania, Aaron, in, in modern WWE, whose, whose title reign would have been longer than that? We're talking about Hogan, basically. That's it. Was, was Lesnar close? No. No, we're, I mean, at that point, we're talking about two and a half years. 
This is insane. But, but didn't he run through two WrestleManias with the belt? Uh, he might have. He beat Roman the one year. Didn't he have it the, the previous no, year? No, but don't forget, he, he beat Roman. Wait, which one are you talking about? You're talking about he, the he one. He retained, year. right, against Roman. Is that was Brock Lesnar's Brock Lesnar's longest reign was five hundred and four days. Yeah, so we're talking a year and a half. All right, so what are we at right now? We're talking Rome. if we're talking about L.A. WrestleMania, we're talking about two and a half years. Yeah, we're talking about uh, yeah, close, but that's if Brock doesn't just beat him this year. That's what I just <laughs> well, said. I just said they could still <laughs> screw it up. I want to make that abundantly clear. I I don't know. It might be that in their minds, all that really matters is that he breaks Brock's record, uh, record quote unquote. Um, because we're talking about the Universal Championship and, and and not comparing it to other WWE champions, that he breaks Brock's record and then they're just going to let Brock... They might screw this up. They, I, I am absolutely giving you that they could easily screw this up. But if they don't, and this scenario that we have talked about and that AJ's talked about for a long time, where you are literally going through to the L.A. WrestleMania with Roman Reigns as champion, you're approaching 1,000 days with Roman Reigns as champion. The guy that beats him now must... We just did a whole show about this not that long ago. The guy that beats him at that point now must be someone that you are planning on getting a decade-long bang for your buck out of as a top star, as the guy that children are showing up to see and buying merchandise. And it's not... you know. Again, I love Johnny Gargan. I love... Johnny Gargano, in a way that's very similar to Daniel Bryan, 1,000%. But I, even as someone who loves Johnny Gargano and wishes we didn't have to care about how big someone was, or I, as a company, I couldn't justify that. It's got to be someone that looks like a superhero. It's got to be someone that they can throw themselves behind for some time. Who that person is, is we just, you know, Aaron's argument about it being Gable Stevenson... You can make a strong argument. That's the best chance they've got at the moment, right? Like you can make a Especially, strong. Well, argument if it's about next that. year, if it's not this year, and it's the year after, a hundred percent. Right. Because I can't think of anyone else that would be worth waiting that long for. Um, I mean, if you're gonna do Drew McIntyre, you just do it this year. You know what I mean? Like if you're if you're gonna do. I, I mean, who's on the roster that's worth waiting that long well, we, we that did the, isn't someone We, we like did that. a whole it show is. about this. We literally I, I, I did an entire show going through all this. Right. But, uh, you know, again, to my point, um, I, I love Johnny Gargano, and I absolutely think that you're right with everything other than him beating Rome, being the one that beats Roman Reigns. Everything else that you said there, him being a guy that, that you bottle up, and whether it's at WrestleMania right now or sometime in the – whenever it – and it wouldn't be at WrestleMania. Let's not kid ourselves. It would not be at WrestleMania this year. Um, but you know, it's, it, it, by the summer or the fall, that he's someone that you are trying to pull a trigger and get people to create a, a yes movement with, whatever that looks like, I, I 1,000% buy that he could be a viable champion and someone who really matters in this company as the ultimate underdog moving forward. I, I am absolutely on board with that. Do, do, will they allow him again? Daniel Bryan was never supposed to happen, so... Will they allow that to happen if he sticks around? You know. Yeah. And I would say and I would say the only difference is now that Daniel Bryan did happen. And because that happened, that might actually help him. It could. I mean, my I, I just come back to if they saw that in him, he would have been up a long time ago. He was supposed to be up a long time ago. Remember all that weird stuff happened? He was he was him and Champo were supposed to be on the main roster. Well, and- no, they were up on the main roster. We have no idea what was supposed to happen from that. Because well, we know Gargano was supposed Gargano was supposed to win the title 
Right, but the remember that WrestleMania. But remember, like everything got weird and they changed stuff. So like we we don't know, but they to to well, say we, that he I, was I, never going to be on the main roster is not true. Well, we uh, but I guess here's the thing: they they would have made sure instead of putting the title on him, which again all reports are that was always the plan was he was walking out of New York as the NXT champion. That was supposed to be the blow off Champa Gargano. And who knows why they were up on the main roster, but he was walking out of New York as the NXT champion. Um, I feel like if, if the idea was, this is a guy we see something in, he's going to be on the main roster, he would have been on the main roster at some point. But remember, they don't give a shit what NXT is doing. If they decided they wanted him... Uh, That's my you know, point. No, no, but Champa got hurt. Maybe that was part of the plan. And then it took so long for Champa to come back that the plan didn't work. I mean, remember, he was with that... It was like those two, Ricochet, Aleister Black... They were all putting them, and and they were ignoring the the fact that Champa and Gargano were fighting on NXT. They were partners on the main roster. So, so you th- you think it was supposed to be DIY? Was I suspect maybe. I, I okay. don't know. I never know. I mean, you never know. I mean, the, Ricochet know. and Alistair Black he, were attacked. But Brandon is right. When when the, when this experiment happened, they were working together on the main roster. He's yeah. oh he's no, they, right they about ended that. like nothing on NXT was happening. Right. One hundred percent. I I agree. I just I feel like if that's what they saw in him, he would have been up like that. That's all. Um. All right. So so let's. The ultimate answer is we don't know, right? Like, and and to some extent, we're gonna have to play a waiting game. I'll still come back to. Your your argument, Brandon, about Champa being the one that helps pay this off, is certainly th- there's not nothing there, right? Like it it does something for Grayson Waller, whatever we think of him. It is super weird that you just had him continue to, to interact with L.A. Knight on the exact same show. Yeah, and that's the part that was a big disconnect. Y- you didn't really do any sort of blow off between Grayson Waller and L.A. Knight. And then just spun him to something else that you would have paid off by Tommaso Ciampa. Like, that part is is weird, which is why I think it felt to me more like this was only supposed to be about Grayson Waller. Like, this was just supposed to be about yeah. him. I'm going to shove it in your face. I think I'm a star. And that was one more way for him them to do it. And that's why it came off as such a miss to me because of it. Yes. But it would definitely be improved by the Ciampa thing. You know, do you just pretend like the LA night thing is over and, and that there wasn't an interaction between them. I, you, I guess you could. And that's probably not that big of a deal because again, I don't know what's a big deal right now. at NXT. Well, I'll tell you what would make me laugh really hard. And I, and I do not put this considering how NXT has been going lately. I, I would not put this past them. Like this happening is that noted Johnny Gargano, best friend, LA night comes in. Right. 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 He's the one that's there. Yeah, that's and, a good and, point. and that's that's the really weird way to fully turn him face. I, I don't, but I mean, let's let's be honest about what we saw. He's a face now. Like we yeah. we th- we thought maybe it was just for war games. They went all in on him as being. A, they really a, did. They really a did. Stomping, clapping, baby face. All right. Um, as far as the rest of war games was concerned, and through I guess through this Wednesday. Um, I have no idea what they think they see in Cora Jade, um, which isn't to say I don't think they, they she could be something, but this feels really forced. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, and rushed I, at the very least. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't think Rush says it enough. This feels forced. This feels almost like you're spitting in the face of what you're actually seeing. Like, nope, don't care. Yeah. This Glenn, is what we're to your doing. Point, 
to your point about spitting in the face of what you're actually seeing, did anybody else have a gut reaction other than that Raquel should have punched her in the face during that <laughs> during that segment? I mean, it was like it was insane to have Ra- Raquel standing there being like, "Oh yeah, okay, you yeah, you can go for the title." Like what? <laughs> What's, just bizarre. What are we doing? I mean, just bizarre, man. Just really, really weird. But uh, okay. I mean, I hope they're right. Like this clearly, it's clearly who they're throwing themselves behind. Um, I, like I, I guess my argument would be if you if you wanted a female star to throw yourself behind to create a new female star, why wouldn't it have been Electra Lopez? <laughs> like, yeah, what? I, a hundred percent. Like what? What am I missing that Cora Jade was the answer? Like I, I, I am I am befuddled by that. But okay, I mean that's that's what it, they're it's doing. It's also problematic that she can't ride the skateboard. Aaron Aaron brought this up last week. I noticed it this time because she literally couldn't do it. They, she tried to, and it didn't work out. Man, I got nothing. Like, I got I got nothing for this. I I don't have I have nothing. That, you, you're right. It's it's. That would be like if the Rick Boogs thing with like the right, guitar was going, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I, like again, it's the Van Hammer thing. He walked around with a guitar and he never ever played it. <laughs> I, I, speaking of, <laughs> wait, what do you mean speaking of? Oh, you, oh, you're you thinks Van Hammer yeah, is Von, Von Wagner. Wagner, right? Um, I mean, what 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 do you want me to say about that? <laughs> <laughs> Well, if there's I, anyone that can make Kyle O'Reilly look less bad, it's him. I guess I don't know. I don't. Re- I really, genuinely have very little to say about that. I'm sorry. I just have very little to say about it. Um, the 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 Duke Hudson thing went kind of the way that we had suggested, where this becomes his character moving forward. However, seeing as how they're going to do it again, obviously that means that they've got to give Duke Hudson the 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 rub from it. I. And I guess I'm okay with that, but it the sad part to me is it sort of makes it clear that okay, we let we let Cameron Grimes have his fun, but let's be honest now moving forward. Duke Hudson's gonna be a thing and Cameron Grimes isn't. And that I know I just said a week ago, like, let's be honest, that's the way it's gonna be, but it still makes it sad when you watch it happen. Like it's still Wow, they really did let Cameron Grimes kind of have a moment. That's cool. Maybe they believe in him. And three days later, they're like, no. Oh, we don't know yet. We'll see. We'll see what happens. They're not (laughs) going to have Cameron Grimes beat Duke Hudson again. Well, you guys said that he was going to beat him the the last time. No, no, I did. I said that. Actually, no. I I, I was the one who I thought thought if you're doing hair versus hair, you might as well do something goofy with Cameron Grimes. Yeah, I actually said I thought that they were going to have Cameron Grimes win. That was I picked Cameron Grimes. Um, but I, I, I get it. Like when you're doing it again, I, I was making the argument for why it would make sense for it to be Duke Hudson, but I, I, it's what it is. It's what it is. There's nothing I can do from there. Anything else from, from NXT that we need to discuss? Yeah. Um, the Joe Gacy thing kind of happened just the way I thought where they're, they're kind of making it clear that he doesn't really need to win matches because there's something else brewing here. Right? Like I, there was a minute where I thought. And, and again, this could just be me being crazy. There was a minute where I thought that the diamond mine was just going to join him. <laughs> like when they were all standing there, there was like this weird moment where I thought that like that everybody was just like, cause I was like, I was trying to make sense of the whole, but the diamond mind aren't faces thing. You know, it was like very, 
we talked about it last week's a very weird dynamic, but now Roderick Strong is going, and, and this is what this is sort of why I was thinking that we might be prolonging the Braun Breaker thing because now we have Rod, Roderick Strong fighting Braun Breaker, right? Which is awesome. Like I want to see that, but um, I don't know. It's a lot of weirdness in these groups and mid card thing. You know, J- Joe Gacy's going to change the name of Two Hundred Five Live, and I don't know. I, I somebody said it last week, but that we didn't get an explanation for the cruiserweight thing, but we got an even worse. We got a worse. Well, it's, it's funnier that they didn't have Joe Gacy win only to have Roderick Strong turn around and be like, yeah, but it's not a cruiserweight thing any longer. <laughs> right. 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 That's the strange thing about it. Like that, what? Honestly, they set everything up decently to, and again, this goes back to your problem last week, which is you already have the, the North American title right. as your lower. Cause like, People are starting to compare this to, to TNA and Impact's X Division, which, you know, it was it was kind of cruiserweight, but you didn't have all cruiserweights, and it was just, you know, your action. But that was the only belt other than the world title. Correct. That was the well, other belt like you could go for. That, I feel like they threw that extra segment in there to suggest maybe we're getting a unification of these two titles. The, the segment with um, Malcolm Bivens and uh, the, uh, God, uh, Car- Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo? Okay, and if they do that, well, it would make more sense. Yeah, okay. that to me is probably the right move. Instead of trying to have two belts, probably. I mean, it's... unless you figure out some other way to make it so different, like yeah, to make it unique. Exactly right. Like, yeah, and, and by know, the way, like if the other show, whatever it's going to be called, has exclusive people that that's the championship, or or even you have to defend it under a certain set of rules. The you TV know, it just becomes or something. Uh, not even like TV title would yeah, work. Yeah, TV title like, same as North American title. It, it, you know, and this would be going way too far with it, but it has to be defended in a ladder match. It has to right. be defended in something along. The Some, I mean, something like that. You know, yes. they did create a concept that nobody else has ever done. But well, I shouldn't say nobody else, but nobody else at the level of WWE and AEW has done before, which is that cool fight pit thing. I mean. That's just sitting around back there doing nothing. Yeah, that would but be... I don't. I don't want to bastardize that either. I do. If, if they're gonna, if they're gonna go back to it, and I hope they will. Um, I I do want that to be special when they bring that out. I don't that, want that. That was good because of the people involved, not because of the concept. Well, I don't know. The concept was pretty I cool. I think it's both. I think well, yeah. the concept is good, but you only have to put. You can only put certain people in it. I, right. Yeah. Well, I, that, and that, that's what I'm saying is I don't want to see Roderick Strong versus Carmelo Hayes in a fight pit. Right, and I don't want to see fight pit matches every week. And I, you know what I mean? Like I, I do want it to be special in that way. But I'll, I'll go. The weird part is that WWE has always seemed to need belts. We need more belts because belts make things matter. And I, in professional wrestling, I actually agree with that. Right. But as I said all along, that you need to have belts that matter for some reason. And there are two that they just won't do, and it makes no sense, which is an intergender tag belt. Like, why they, nobody's doing that at, at that top level. And then the second one being a trios belt. And there's plenty of belts that you can add that can create new storylines and add something to pay-per-views, and whether it's at NXT or whether it's on the main roster. Like, they're great ideas. They just... Don't do them. Like, it just doesn't happen. And instead, we end up with, well, here's this purple belt. <laughs> like, it's different because it's purple. That's that's the end of it. Like, the entirety of the story is, do you want to go for this color belt, or would you rather go for the purple belt? And so, <laughs> they should do something about that. 
They should do something about that. All right. To, um, we'll stay with WDB. We'll uh, stay on the main roster. Uh, let's move to Raw, where I, I'm in a weird place with the, the, the championship match. Because if we're being honest about it, it was not without flaws. There were a lot of misses. I, I actually found myself paying closer attention to the match because what people are reacting to, I think, was it was a really well-told story. And they really sold you on the idea that maybe there was some bizarro world where Liv Morgan was being Becky Lynch, which we all know wasn't happening, but they did a hell of a job of compelling you. And because of that, I think they managed to overcome how sloppy the match was. The match was sloppy. There, it was, there were a lot of botches throughout the course of that match. And yet, at the end of it, it didn't make me say, well, you know, they screwed up putting Liv Morgan in this spot, giving her a main event ma- you know, match on Raw. They didn't, it didn't make me say that, despite how sloppy the match was. It did make me buy into which, what some of the reporting is, which is we're announcing Liv Morgan as a factor. She wasn't going to win now, but we're telling you that at some point there's going to be a Liv Morgan story, and this is how we made that happen for whenever we end up getting there. I got to tell you, I'm legitimately shocked by anything negative you just said because I didn't notice anything. Are you serious? I was... was There was a moment. There was a moment where Becky legitimately dove out of the ring after not being touched. Like there were, it was sloppy. (laughs) Uh, I I noticed none of that. I was into this the whole time, and I was prepared to come on the show and say, "Liv Morgan is going to win the title at some point," and and that she held her own, and that I thought the match was actually good. I thought the story was good, and I was legitimately tearing up at parts of this. Um, I, I had nothing negative to say. I didn't notice any of this botchy stuff that you're talking about, like, at all. What, I mean, my, my takeaway is our, our thoughts about Bianca. Bianca's story is in trouble right now. Yes. Uh, that that, is, that is a fair point. That, that is a fair point because I, I got to tell you, man, if you told, if you asked me after watching Monday what I wanted to happen, it does, has nothing to do with Bianca Belair right now. Well, by the way, for I, the I record, mean, I was totally into I, this. I I agree with it, and that to me is the testament to how well they did. Is that yeah. th- despite all of that, it didn't make me think any. It made me think I want more of it. Despite right. well, and and, that, and yeah, I mean that that's the, and by the way, I'm not saying that's the wrong thing either. But I, I do think if you tell me right now who is winning the Royal Rumble, Liv Morgan is my favorite. I mean, if Ron does not coming back, Liv well, Morgan's my uh, favorite. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying make it make my odds board right now. I have Liv Morgan as my favorite. I guess I'm going to say two things here. I don't know that it needs to be a Liv Morgan Becky Lynch story. Um, I think that the story was more about Liv than it was about Liv and Becky. And I know that Becky yeah. served a no. purpose in it. And I hear you there. I, I would yeah. almost say because of that, I I would still lean towards, I think the right thing to do is Bianca and save Liv for down the road. Um, I, I get the danger of that, right? Like when we say things like down the road, they just end up not happening or something changes or someone cools off. It's the problem that we had with, you know, Bianca right now is like literally 
We're like, all you got to do is get through a few months. And now we're sitting here after one Raw and being like, well, are we sure we're going to do that? Like, it, it's the problem with using the term down the road. I, I think that the Bianca-Becky story is more important involving both parties. I don't think the Liv story is as important to involve Becky. Now, why it wouldn't, right? Like, what's the other scenario by which you get there? I don't know. I, I don't have that answer. But I do think it's possible that you could have Bianca beat Becky at WrestleMania, end up dropping the title somewhere in the summer, and the story really is about Liv and and her pursuit of of staying at the top and how much she talked about being a champion and all of that that isn't really necessarily a story about Becky. So like that I, I think you can come back to it, but I certainly get there's danger in coming back to something. And I absolutely agree that they walked out of Raw, d- despite, again, despite some of the issues I had with the match, they, they walked out of Raw with me saying, Liv Morgan's a factor now. Like, she's, we, we got to talk about Liv Morgan moving forward. And that's an awesome thing to do. Um, it's an awesome way to use a main event. It's a, it's a shame that, that ratings were low this week uh, because the Patriots were playing the Bills and that got a lot of eyeballs because that was an awesome professional wrestling story that was told in the main event of a professional wrestling show that felt bigger than just about anything they've done in that time slot in a long time. Yeah, I, I agree that about feeling big. And I think, you know, part of it, <laughs> part of it is their own. It's, it's funny. It's like, it's like they get rewarded for their own, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for for their, for their own mistakes or for their own uh, negligence, I guess I should say, because the reason that that felt so big was her entrance and knowing what that performer has been through. Well, and, that, and that video package, like, let's not, yes, let's not kid the ourselves. Package. The video yes. package was unbelievable. I mean, that was a, <laughs> that was a WrestleMania video package that they did for a, a raw in December, <laughs> like, which which almost makes you worried that like they said that, that was it. That was that it, this is right? it. Like this yeah. is it. This is all we're doing with Liv Morgan. This is her moment. Let's oversell it. Let's put all the story into this. Well, but I don't. Who was the one? Who was the one that they did that? Like they legitimately did something like that, where they did like a they did a twenty four documentary and this whole lead up, and the person just lost and never was in the title. I don't, I don't who, remember. I don't remember. I, th- I think it was. It, I well. I mean, they did it for Cesaro, but like we all knew what that was. But I feel like there was someone else that was almost like a big male or, fake, male or female. It was a female. I, I was it like Naomi or something. Like there was someone where they made this big deal about them being in the main event of one of the paper or not main events, probably overdoing it, but the title match of one of the pay per views, and they did a twenty four, and it was like this person. And, was it like Tamina or someone? Or no, there I mean, was like, I could I could buy it being Tamina. I just don't remember. I don't remember. But yeah. there was yeah, definitely if someone. Tell, if, if you told me it was one of those people, one hundred percent. They're definitely not above doing that. I guess is all I'm saying. It's like they have done these things where you're like, this is that person's moment. And you're like, yeah. Unfortunately, this is their moment. Right. Correct. This is <laughs> this, the entirety of the it. moment. Right. Is, is between there. the finish of the match and the reaction afterwards, I. Oh, we got to keep it, going. You got to keep or, going. Yeah, whether, whether yeah. this ends up, you know, just blowing off at day one or if it ends up going further, like, it's it's very clear they're not I, just... I am ready. almost afraid of it blowing off at day one. Like, really afraid yes. that that's exactly what it is 
And they're like, oh, great. We just created a, a match at day one that people care about. And then that just goes away to pivot back to Bianca, right? Which shouldn't, the, the story should be, we've got something here. Let's cultivate it. Now, someone else's answer might be, well, they can always, they can always have the ability to have be- Becky cheat to win again at day one, put Liv to the side for a little while and go back to it. And, and that's true, like, to some extent. But I don't know. I would almost just say until you're ready to pull the trigger, leave her out of the title picture. In, until yeah. you're, now that you've done this, let it simmer. Have, have this story still exist. Hell-bent Liv Morgan. I will do whatever it takes. If she, you know has to overcome someone that eliminated her from the rumble and that like you can keep her on a path where it's a path of hellbent I am going to get back there somehow some way and then maybe she wins money in the bank and that's the way that you end up going to it I I, I love that I, I don't want to mess with the Bianca thing I don't want to do that um so I think I think there are ways to go about it, and I'm not saying that I trust them to do that, right? Because it involves the word trust in WWE, and that's just not a sentence that we can ever use. But I I think there is a story in which this can matter, this can feel like something you can build off of, but you don't have to shoot your wad right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you, other than I I don't know how they can hold it off eight months. You're, yeah, what you're yeah. talking about is legitimately eight months. And Aaron, to your point. There's no one on the roster for her to like. She's fought Carmella a hundred times. Well, she's but, fought Queen Selena a bunch of times. Like, but all ba- these other but, people but are Bailey. Face. Bailey will be back soon. We she's think. on SmackDown, right? That, that, no, Bailey yeah, was never actually, assigned a show. Agent. Yeah, oh, Bailey well, then was that never would be the perfect thing. That like, would be it, absolutely. And, and that can get you through WrestleMania. If, and then yeah. I guess just kind of spin off, right? Because you know the two pay per views after are just backlash, basically. So you you do a, a yes if you can do a if you can do a, a three pay per view set with Bailey. Sure. And then have her win Money in the Bank and have her set up to cash it in at a, at Summer. So to announce ahead of time, I'm cashing it in for a match at SummerSlam. Something like that. Again, I, I get it. Are are they likely to do it and get it right? Nope, not at all. Not not remotely. But could they? Yeah, they could do it. And I, I'm I'd be in for it. Uh, I, I'm telling you, like if I give you the options right now, are they blow this off at day one. Liv goes back down. Whatever happens, happens. But they don't have a future for her in the you know relatively immediate future. And Bianca gets the mania, or they're going to see this through. Liv wins the Rumble. Liv beats Becky at WrestleMania. Which do you choose? Um, I would still ch- I would choose the former because my my problem would be you're not telling me what's happening with Bianca and the like. My my fear is that you're just replacing one with the other, like. Right. That and you'd rather see Bianca in that at, spot at than the, Liv, as, good, the, as much as we love her. I, I, lo- I love Liv. I'm all in on Liv. But if one of them is getting the moment and the other one is doing nothing, I I would prefer for that to be Bianca. Now, in this, are you creating another scenario where something matters for Bianca? Like th- These are all different conversations. But in the direct trade-out kind of scenario that you're presenting, I love Liv, but I prefer it to be Bianca. Um, the, the only reason I might say Liv in that situation is I would have more faith in Bianca being able to kickstart something because she's banked that, enough. She has enough in the bank that you can go back. Yeah, to. she has enough in the bank. She's got, you know, she's just, you know, this is the first time we've seen this out of live. Right. That she's at this level, and I'm a little worried that this might be a 
moment thing where if they if they if do you don't immediately off, capitalize on it. Tough. Look, I yeah. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, but I guess I would just it doesn't need to be this way. Like right. you can do better than that. We don't have to choose one or the other. We can make both of these things work. You just have it have to have a determined effort in order to make them work, and that's where we find ourselves saying right. not she sure we believe. Also, it, yeah. isn't Alexa Bliss going to be a factor again at some point too? What, so, yeah, what I was just about to say was what you could do maybe is something where her and Alexa Bliss they, they act like they're going to be a tag team going for the belts, and then Alexa Bliss is bad, and then right. they like then she could feud with Alexa. That could be something interesting I, I, as man, well. I think there are ways to do this um, that don't screw up the Bianca thing. But I hear you, Aaron. I hear you at the moment that. When we talk about the types of things that you should be doing with someone before they win the Royal Rumble, like the the complaint that I had about Drew McIntyre and what they didn't do with him, this absolutely is the type of thing that you do with someone to to tip off, not necessarily to us, but to to show that there is someone that's building to the moment of winning a Royal Rumble. There's no question about that. This fits the category of what we're announcing is really that this person is worthy of a Royal Rumble and a title push. So um, one other thing I did want to mention, because when you guys were talking about, you know, doing this at day one might be, you know, whatever. Um, I did see a report and I'm assuming you guys saw the same thing um, from Meltzer that was basically suggesting that WWE wants this to be like a really big deal pay-per-view that they're going to do every year. Yeah, that That's not a, that it's apparently Nick Khan that's hell bent about that. Right. Yeah, it's you can't pull off having three super important pay per views within the span but of the, three months. But the way that that read was su- suggested that they put Lesnar Reigns there instead of the Rumble, and it almost made it sound like there's not going to be a Roman Reigns match at the Royal Rumble. I don't know if I was just reading too much into that, but it definitely made it sound like they chose one over the other for that match. And so if that's the case, you know, and I just wanted to bring that up because, you know, if that's the case and if Becky and Liv is the match, maybe that is a a bigger deal than we think. I don't know. I am I saw that same report that this is a Nick Khan thing. They're trying to make day one a thing. And I I think I mean, it's how a, do you make day one a thing if it's, you know, it, it's going to be on a Wednesday in a few years. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, well, I will a, say this. Part of it is smart because they're smart to say the December pay-per-view sucked because it always did. Well, nobody's really <laughs> nobody's really arguing with that. And right. I, That's the I, only no part with an early January pay-per-view. The, the only part that made sense to me was, well, December pay-per-view sucked anyway, but so let's why, do something different. So why wouldn't you just make the December pay-per-view better? Like, right, I mean, right, that, right. Th- this is right. the issue that I have with it. Why would you move something closer to the Royal Rumble to try to fix the December problem? Like, you can just yeah, improve so the December weird. pay-per-view. Now, if, if it's just because of the ho- the way the holidays fall or something, I don't know. I have no idea. And, and that would and that would be my guess is like if you were going to say like. We, this is becoming a thing. We didn't want to have it on December 10th because there's too much time between that and the Rumble. Like, you know, like ideally we would have it basically over Christmas week, but we can't do that for obvious reasons. So if we're choosing December 10th or we're choosing the first weekend in January, we're choosing the first weekend in January. Okay, I can see some logic. I there. think the problem that I have with that is that I, I think that you're ending up stealing from. I, we've we have grown accustomed to the first raw post football season being massive, right? Like being sort of a reset of 
Um, you know, th- this was the show that they chose to bre- bring Bret Hart back for, right? Like, this was that they they have treated the first Raw post football season as something. This was how we were re-kicking off. For those of you that have checked out for a little while, it's a it's an, another opening day, right? I think this robs. I don't think you can accomplish all of these things. You're serving a lot of masters all at once. We want this to matter. We want that to matter, and we want the next pay per view to matter. And we want like that's a lot. That well, is a part lot of that in though there. is the, you know when the first the yeah. first draw with no football is right. Yeah, that's that's the problem. January twenty well, fourth. Oh, because Later they put they put a playoff game. Yeah, they put a what? playoff game. Right, I forgot they put a playoff game on a Monday. Yep, I completely forgot about that. So yeah, there that that does essentially kill that. You're right. I, I mean, I can, even but even if they didn't do the playoff game, it's still the tenth. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's the, it's the seventeenth. Oh, I don't oh no, see no, I guess it would be no, it would be it would be. But the tenth, but the tenth is still the tenth is still plenty. That's there's still plenty of time. Yeah, tenth tenth would be fine. Um. The, the, no, I'm forgetting that they had decided to put a playoff game on there. Wait, so is the playoff game going up against the 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 championship game? Holy crap! So the, no, the championship game will be on the tenth, right? Uh, on the tenth, that's that one, and so that that's the thing. So it's the championship game on the tenth, then again, the, then the playoff game, on right? The then the playoff so the game. First un, yeah, the first game with nothing against it is the twenty. Is the week before the rumble? <laughs> The week of right, the rumble. Right. So yeah, that I guess that is essentially killing that off, and it does give you that answer. I don't know. I'm still skeptical of day one. Like them saying they want day one to be a big thing. That's it's fine, and it can lead us into the conversation that we need to have about Brock and and Roman. Them and Nat saying they we want this to be a big thing is all well and good. Um, I, to Aaron's point, if you're gonna do it on January first every year, you're gonna be doing it sometimes on a Tuesday when everybody's got to go to work on Wednesday. Um, I, I think there's a limit to how big that can be. Um, I think there's, I think you're limited in a lot of ways, but the biggest one being, I think you're limited in the fact that with some of the things we talked about, that the Raws and Smackdowns leading up to that show oftentimes are taped, and if they're not taped, that Smackdown's happening on, on Christmas Eve. How many people do you think are watching Smackdown on Christmas Eve? You know, it's funny that you say that, because that's like one of the ones I watched live. That's really <laughs> weird. Because we're literally sitting around like, doing nothing after all the shit we had to do or wrapping presents for the kids or whatever, you know, like, all right. I mean, you, I, I think you're, it, it's rarer. And uh, wouldn't it also present a new year's Eve SmackDown that they're going to have to. And then they're going to be up against a thousand bowl games on that day. Like, right? I, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't think you can make this thing, um, an elevated pay-per-view. Uh, unless you do it artificially like unless you're really forcing things unless you're we have to have some title changes we have to like i I think goldberg's on it like that kind of shit yeah (laughs) you just wait dare you here he comes Um, hey look if we get if we get rid of goldberg for you know he has the one match a year and it's on the first day of the year every year okay (sighs) all right so let's cover I, i think i even saw that one of the like maybe it's the New Year's Eve one because they've got programming on New Year's Eve that like not only are they not not only is it moving to Fox Sports One but it might just be like a a recap show they might not even really be doing a SmackDown on New Year's I saw something about there being a total change in programming um, but anyway well, yeah, I mean this this year it would be New Year's Eve plus against one of the college football playoff games right because those those idiots are doing those games on New Year's Eve because yeah. they're they're somehow dumber than WWE exactly um. Yes, WWE will not be doing a live New Year's episode. Uh, to do, bah, 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 the original show. 
They had, it was scheduled to be in Charlotte. It has been canceled. Um, the they will not do a live show. They are it. Do, it does look like they might be taping. They are taping two episodes. Oh no, they're not doing a live show on Christmas Eve either. They're gonna do on the seventeenth. They're gonna tape an episode of SmackDown after the first ep. They're gonna do a live SmackDown. They're gonna tape an episode of SmackDown to air on Christmas Eve, and then they're just. Apparently, they're just altogether punting on New Year's Eve. There's just not going to be a SmackDown on New Year's Eve in any way. Really? And that's the day before. And that's the day. And that speaks to, I think, what how difficult this is, what we're talking about. It's that's not that, that's not that I mean that doesn't sound like oh because like Fox is gonna have all their shit on oh yeah they're they're probably right. gonna be doing Fo- they'll, they'll just do a match on the special Fox has the Ricky Martin show or whatever I don't know what they, I don't know who hosts Fox New Year's you know thing maybe, maybe they'll force a a title match or something like an intercontinental title match or something into that or no they might they might do something like that to have some programming and that that would benefit them in some sort of way but it is weird that they're not again I I gotta I'm reading this entirely that. The plans God, that, make, that makes the idea to do this even weirder, right? <laughs> All right, here's what it is. WD decided not to do a live show. Instead, it was noted that this will be a year-in-review episode. So oh. there will be a SmackDown. Like There'll be something branded as SmackDown on Fox Sports 1 on New Year's Eve, but it will just be a year-in-review episode is all it Got will it. be. So that's that answers that question. But they do a lot of that stuff around the holidays when they just realize, like, this doesn't. This is not a good day for us to be doing programming. They tape shows. They're not. There's not going to be a SmackDown between December seventeenth and January. What will the January seventh? Well, there will be. No, but there won't be. Like it, we'll know everything that will have happened. Nothing that ma- as I if always you say. Read, if you read the results. If right. something matters, it will get out there. You. This right. is what I always talk to you about with live shows. If something actually matters and it happened in front of a live audience. Everybody's going to know about it ahead of time. Right, so right. if you don't so know about do it, matters, you right. know nothing matters. Right. So you're not as inclined to have to watch the show. So it it's just sort of a what it is. It's just sort of a what it is, and that's all of the reasons why I think they're going to struggle to make this a meaningful pay-per-view. All that being said, they are doing... Um, we know both the championship matches now on the men's side, as it'll be a triple threat, I guess because we're talking about Raw. Let's let's come out of that. Well, and then, it's not we don't be know that it's going to be a triple threat. Wait. It's gonna be a four, fatal four-way, right? Like Lashley can get involved. Oh, Lashley, right? Yeah, Christ. Yeah, that's a great point. Lashley's suddenly a thing too. God damn it! I totally forgot about. That. God, that was how weird that was. No, dude, the, they did it during the fucking commercial break. It's yeah. so bizarre. It's and then so they showed bizarre. the recap. Correct. Like, you didn't get to see that live. What a bizarre thing that I was, was. Like, was. Was that just a timing thing, or did they mean to do that? I'm still not sure about purpose. that. I don't I know, think they bro. Did it, on purpose. it was so weird, man. Everything about it was so. They weird. came back to just like Kevin Owens laying in the ring, and it was like. Well, and adding Lashley makes no sense if, and, and this I go back to this. The answer that we were given by people that dug in and tried to report on what they were doing with this was that Kevin's Kevin Owens was there to play both sides because they believe he's going to be gone. And so it keeps, he can eat a pin. It keeps everybody else strong in their own characters. Like Seth Rollins can still be a strong heel and, and Biggie can still be a strong face and you can continue the program afterwards. Once Kevin Owens disappears into the night. That was the, the reporting that was done about the thought process of the way they were using Kevin Owens. And whatever you think about that, like, you walk away from that saying, you know what, that's actually a fairly logical explanation, right? Like, that actually kind of makes sense. So why does Bobby Lashley need to be involved with that? Well, well, on top of that, so wait, 
two things. First, before Lashley was involved, this was happening, but even more so now. All they've been doing is make people want to root for Kevin Owens more. Right. Between, between the, the insane promos they had him cutting before Bobby Lashley, I mean, all he's doing is cutting down Seth. No, they're not talking about, to Aaron's point, he saw this coming a million miles away. He's not talking about Biggie at all. Right. He's right. going after Seth Rollins, which and we don't like Seth does. Rollins, correct? Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> and we definitely don't like Bobby Lashley. So, like, I mean, and you know what I mean in kayfabe. He's a bad guy. So, like, what are we doing here? It, it was one of those things. On paper, everything you just said is correct. The problem is in execution, they absolutely were not doing that. So... No, I mean Kevin Kevin Owens was a heel for a week and maybe a half. But he was again. The argument wasn't that he was supposed to be a heel. He was right. his. He's supposed to straddle, but I'm saying he wasn't straddling. Right. No, You're... he's not straddling anymore. Right. He's back to the guy he was before all of this. I mean, I feel like he is. Anyway. I don't. Th- I don't. I don't think he's there. I don't know if he's, I disagree. I, 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 I disagree with that. that. Far, I don't think he's but... there. But he has been. There has been more interaction between he and Seth Rollins, and that inclines makes us inclined to like Kevin Owens. Which it doesn't really bother me. Again, I, this we're, all of this is with the shroud of Kevin Owens' future, right? And and this goes back to a couple of things. One being, is this really just Kevin Owens' way of saying I want my friends are over there. I want to be over there because if it is, I, I don't fault him for that. But can anybody argue that Kevin Owens has been wronged by WWE in any sort of way? No. No, like, I mean, we, we can say he hasn't been as, you know, over the past five years, he hasn't been as big as we want him to be, but he's definitely not been wrong. But I mean, what, what we could have been reasonably expected for Kevin Owens going into WWE, has he not been as big a star as could be reasonably expected? Bigger. I mean, I think you could say... I think bigger. I, I, a, I, title, I mean, a single title over the past four years. But that's, you're nitpicking about that. Like but you're, he also had the title for a very long time. He had the title for a very long time, and he has been regularly involved in, in stuff that mattered. His WrestleMania yeah. matches have mattered. Now, yes. Here's the thing. Do, do I think he could have been a top, top guy? Yes. In, that, that's, in, yeah. But he's... When you, are he you is! Saying, I, that's just what I'm confused Again, by. Again, he hasn't had a belt. In but he's been in the main event forever. He, like everything he does has mattered. Look, he the, beat John Cena in his first match. <laughs> I under, again, I'm not saying I'm not saying he was wrong, but if you want to say he should have had more than four months as a champion, he that, should have that, had... that's a very nitpicky thing to point yes. out. Exactly. Like that's it's a very oh, nitpicky thing. I have a question. Wait, wait, wait. I have a question. How many people have pinned John Cena ever? Exactly. And when he pinned John Cena, I would have said. Man, this is a guy who's going to be a multi-time champion. But you're you're pointing out multi-time champion as if the championship is what matters singularly, right? Like that this is the only thing that matters is how many times are you the heavyweight champion of of the brand that you're on. That's all that defines this. Everything that you look at in terms of Kevin Owens would say Cesaro has a complaint. He is a great. Maybe that's unfair because Cesaro oh, no, no, no. Yeah, hasn't and, and been I a champion. Say, I'm not. I'm not saying that he's been mis- Kevin mis- Owens. You know, that that he has gripes. I'm just saying simply, like, sure. If if you want no, to say no, you're. This is nitpicky. You're 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 dodging the actual question to try to create some. Oh, sure. no, you're no, moving no, the goalposts. Is anyone saying he's been wrong? No, no. I but did, that's I missed that. I, not. I didn't say that, Aaron. Stop. You keep moving okay. the goalposts. The question that I asked was. Is there any world in which you can argue that Kevin Owens has been wronged by WWE? No. That's what I'm trying to get you to say. So establishing that, 
Why is it that Kevin Owens needs to leave WWE? He sees more job security in another company. What? What? Wait, how does that make That's sense? That's the most insane thing I've ever heard. If we if just they, if had they have Bray Wyatt cut randomly, we just had Braun Strowman. But cut he randomly. hasn't okay, let's be been honest about this. He is not in the. That is not what's happening with Kevin Owens. I mean, it, it would it shock me if you told me that part of it was I can get a three-year guaranteed contract. You don't what think he has me? that now? I mean, I, I don't know no, what kind of... We know he does not have it because we've seen all of these contracts get cut. There is no such thing as a guaranteed contract in WWE. Okay, There's it, no such it, thing it, as a guaranteed yeah, contract anywhere. We need to make, that, to make, that, need that, to make that clear, too. The AW contracts aren't guaranteed either. The point that they're okay. making is that Tony Khan has yet to release people from their contracts. Fair. That's, and that's, fair. That, yeah. that's, a, that's a different conversation and how long that will exist, I don't know. Right now, Tony Khan wants that to be a thing because he wants to hold that up as a way to prove that he's better and, and more virtuistic than Vince McMahon is. Will that last? For, at, at some point, as I've said a billion times, you can only lose so much money for so long until at some point you have to answer to someone else. So I don't know how long that's going to exist. But... that. Again, Kevin Owens has no everything about the way that Kevin Owens has been treated in WWE has been he effing matters. Yeah, he matters. Big he gave time. him the Stone Cold Stunner. Also, I, I understand. Believe me, I understand that. I'm just, I'm simply saying, if we're saying, if we're saying, why is Kevin Owens leaving? Along with I, the I, but I didn't thing, ask. I absolutely matters. The, the, the only thing that you can, you, you're, you're creating something that isn't real though. There is no reason for Kevin Owens to fear his job security in WWE. Right, right. None. Kevin well, Owens... There was no reason for Braun Strowman to fear his job security. Uh, Bray Wyatt to fear his job security. Uh, Bray, Wy Bray Wyatt, so that's more complicated after all the reports. Yes, and the fact that we know that he's not signed right now. Like, th this is... Right. Bray Wyatt didn't have the option to spin off and go to AEW, apparently. Um, which is weird, right? Like, I, I it makes me think about... it. Again, all of the things that we've learned about him and the fact that he's still unsigned makes you think that that had nothing to do with it. Now, all of these things being said, the, I, I'll come back. The Friends one might just be the end of it. It might just be him looking and saying, I got a bunch of friends over there. I want to go work with them because they're my friends. And I'm not going to fault anyone for making that decision. But outside of that, there is no logical reason for Kevin Owens. Everything, every shred of evidence that we have related to Kevin Owens is that WWE treats him in an elevated way beyond anyone else, including the names that you just named. He has been consistently treated well in WWE. Now, we don't know. Maybe there are things, there are stories that, that we don't know about that could, but all of the evidence that we have suggests otherwise. This, to me, it would be the first one that I would look at and say to myself, not only do I think you're making a bad decision, I think you're making an insane decision because there's lots of room for Kevin Owens to matter in WWE right now. Yes. How much room is there for Kevin Owens to matter on AEW at the moment? None. This is the I mean, one. If they make if they make room, it's other people are gonna. You know what I mean? It's it's just it, he might if if they decide they right, don't if, care about Eddie Kingston anymore or something. Something. I, you know? Yeah, right. and, and that's the thing is is I think wherever he goes, Kevin Owens is going to matter. And even if it's not perfect booking, he will make things matter because that's what Kevin Owens does. And there's not, some. We're not talking about perfect booking. I think we're talking right, about no, no, being no, on the no. show at all. Well, and but I think Kevin Owens is one of those. You know, when we were talking about, is there room for Adam Cole? Is there room for Brian Danielson? Like, 
I think we they, can still argue whether that's about a, Cole, whether it works for Cole. Yes. I, I do too, but I do think that but, there, but, you know, but there was, was a logical reason for Adam Cole to make the decision. He was right. he What's wasn't the on the trend? main roster. Right, exactly. But but here's here's my point is that I Kevin Owens is such a, a perfect professional wrestler, such a perfect sports entertainer, whatever. Wherever he goes, like, will it suck if it's at the expense of somebody? Yes. I just think he is going to matter in a big way wherever he is. That, wherever he is. that, that, might, that might very well be true. The bigger fear that I have is that they feel so hell-bent that they have to prove how much everyone matters that in the way they make nobody matter at the same time. And that, that now, the roster glut that they're dealing with, they might ultimately say, well, if we can keep picking everybody away from WWE, maybe they have to go back doing one show a week or something like that. I, I don't. I don't know what they're thinking about internally or what they're trying to tell people they're they're positioning themselves to go after. But this is the first one that I've really looked at and said, yeah, I don't I don't get this. And someone would have said, well, maybe you should have felt that way about John Moxley. But at the time, there wasn't the glut on the AEW roster. John Moxley could walk over and say, I'm going to be the biggest star in the company over there. Like I'm going to walk in that day and I'm going to be what matters. I'm going to be And he was. To yes. Be fair. To, when when he arrived, he was star of stars. That doesn't exist now. This is the first one that I sit here and say to myself, why are we all so convinced that it's be- that Kevin Owens needs to go to AEW? It, it, it's not just that I don't think we should be. It's that I think it's insane that we feel this way. Like, I think this is crazy that we're looking at it as though Kevin Owens has to go to AEW. Now, if his mind is made up and he's just made up, and again, it's just as simple as like, I've done this for a little while. I want to go over there and do that I've and done, hang out I've with my friends. I've done everything I can here. I, which I don't believe either. I think I don't know where that would. I, I've done everything yeah, I can I here. That's I mean, all of that is I crazy. Still, I still think there's a world. In, and again, I know that we don't want to. I know what you think about this. Uh, but he beats brains. Yes, I still think that yeah, could I, be in play. That yeah, should I be. I, I don't buy that either. But like you know, <laughs> sure. Um, I, I think if they promised him that, that that might be. Well, yeah. I mean, sure say. as hell, Lord, my God. If that's but but, but, but like. Even if we weren't in a world where we were convinced that they were doing that two years from now and it had to be this young whatever, blah, blah, blah. They've done all the work to suggest he could be a guy who, to beat Roman Reigns w- without taking all that other stuff into account. Like if like if Brock Lesnar beats him at day one and he gets the belt back, right. that's not a thing anymore. Right, so now correct. Kevin Owens can beat him at WrestleMania. Sure, there's a lot of things that can happen. 100%, 100%. Anyway, the, the, the one thing I did want to say is... Uh, just to just to make sure that we're clear about how WWE's been treating Kevin Owens, there's two people that have held the Universal title longer than Kevin Owens, and their names are Roman Reigns and Brock, Brock Lesnar. So, right. I mean, I think he's doing okay. Well, it's 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 nuts. It's it's absolutely <laughs> it is it is insane groupthink where we're just lumping in all of the guys that we like that were in Ring of Honor at some point and saying, well, they all have to be in AEW because they've all been mistreated, and it's not true. And in fact, in this instance, it's nonsense. It's it's insanity that we are suggesting that Kevin Owens has to be in AEW or that he hasn't been able to reach his full potential or that there aren't still more. Like, Kevin Owens has been a star, a superstar. And again, he just might want to go. And I can't stop him if that's the case. I don't know. To me, it's more about the reaction from fans that it's just so obvious that Kevin Owens has to go to AEW. Why? Why is that obvious? Like what? What is obvious about it this time that Kevin Owens needs to go there? It was obvious for Adam Cole for multiple reasons, um, including Britt being there. It's it's obvious for some people. You could say it wasn't obvious for Daniel Bryan either, right? Like he didn't obviously need to go there, and yet he made the choice to go there. And 
you know, I think he is about what he was in WWE now that he's in AEW, but he's allowed to wrestle in Japan. So, and maybe that's Kevin Owens' thing, right? Like, he might just say, I'm... I, I, I want to do Battle of Los Angeles correct, in addition to whatever. Correct, that I, I... Those are the things that matter to me, um, which is weird only because I, I think that we had gotten the sense that it was more important for him to be able to spend time with his family. And so maybe it's, this is going to allow me to work a, a less. I don't know. I don't know, but... This one really is a head scratcher to me, um, more than anything else is. Is why it's it's so, and you know, I, I hope that maybe people are wrong about this one. But there's so much there and so much assumption that it's, I don't know, it's kind of hard to think that anymore. Like you just sort of start finding yourself saying, "No, I get." When this many people start saying something, I guess we all work under the assumption that that's the way it's going to go. But it's it's weird all the execution of what they've been doing is super weird in the process <laughs> like super weird um and, and that's what it comes around to it's like if, if this is the end of, of kevin owens and wwe it's a weird end yeah it's a weird ass end no question um as far as doing roman brock again th- this is i don't think it should have happened at royal rumble either i don't think they should have moved the match to Roy- from royal rumble to to i I don't think there should have been another Brock Roman match until WrestleMania because I'm going to find it hard for you to tell me how they can do this. They did it so poorly the first time. How are you doing it better this time? Sami Zayn. To what end? He fights Sami Zayn at Royal Rumble. I'd like to see it. I know you would like to see it. I made. <laughs> I understand that. I, I get why, it. Why but why shouldn't we all want to see it? Sami Zayn's literally been one of the top heels on the show for a year. Because that match ends in 30 seconds. D- does it, though? I mean, yes. he, did a, he had a good match with Daniel Bryan. He had a good match. What if what if Sami Zayn hits him with a sledgehammer at the beginning of the match? I mean, I, I, there, there's a variety of things you could do to make it not 30 I, seconds. Because I don't the, believe it. The other it. thing is I, I still question if, if Sami Zayn is the heel going forward. Yeah, and I still I have well, some questions about that too. Well, there's something to say about that. I have some but, questions about that too, but it's a bigger story to me. I Brandon, you're, we're having two separate conversations. But well, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, I do need to address that. I think they went out of their way to make sure we knew he was, and I know that we all want that other thing, but they definitely went out of their way to make sure that that Brock Lesnar would get a face reaction to beating him up because he. You know, he ran down the town they were in and everything with the the promo he cut. So they definitely, they definitely, it felt like they did extra work to make sure that that wouldn't be treated as a heel well, thing for I, I, Lesnar. I think they did every, everything they they made sure it would do to make sure that Lesnar got the pop. What Correct. I don't know is, I think Sammy came out of it more. Uh, but but, but if that's the case, he can't be on SmackDown. Because the, that then the sure. people okay yeah yeah oh, the if, people if you, you would say, want retribution against are the people you just went out of your way to get the pop for you know sure but but I do think we've come out of the past couple of weeks with Sami Zayn as a more sympathetic figure but I I ah. think that I think in theory but I think what they did on Friday was to kit to not do that I think they didn't want sympathy and the reason that to not get the sympathy was to have him run down the town and be. And be in that one moment, yes. But I think overall, that was the whole thing, though. But these things don't exist in a bubble. I'm saying coming out on Friday, you know. Now, I mean the rains part. Maybe at the rains part, he got right. Like, like I, I feel more sympathy for Sami Zayn now than I did a week ago. 
Why specifically? Because you feel like he was bullied by Brock Lesnar? I, I, I figure, I figure, you know, he got screwed over by Vince McMahon. He's got, you know, he earned the title shot and then ended up losing it. Like, he's losing out on these opportunities that he had rightfully earned. He's getting, you know, I don't think we're quite in the screwed over territory, but we're in the verge of the screwed over territory. And now you could say, well, it's the heel getting screwed over and over again. And yes, that but- is, and, it, and you can 100% go that route. But there's also a twinge of, man, he's really getting screwed over and over again. I mean, he really did, right? Like, he really did. Now, again, you could say he didn't deserve the, the, you know, he he got the championship opportunity a chicken-ass way, so he didn't deserve it to begin with. Like, you, I I think what we're really getting into is, is Brandon, like, your point, the storytelling moving forward is what matters. Because if Sammy uses it to say, this isn't fair... Well, that can just be Sammy whining again, right? And like he's been, his character is kind of whiny to begin with. It, it so, almost needs an intervention of another character or something to like turn him face. Because like honestly, I went into Friday with what our conversation last week was and 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 wondering about that. And to me, that promo he cut was purposefully so that that you wouldn't feel sympathetic right, toward him right. when he got beat up. Correct. Um, but they, you know. They, I, I, and I only say that because I think that for Aaron's stuff to work out, you would have to assume that WWE thinks their fans are very smart, and I don't think they uh, think I, I disagree with that. <laughs> I, I also don't know that like when, when somebody's running down Texas that anybody in Vermont gives a rat's ass about that. And that that's right? where I like, said that was a localized thing. Yeah, right. I mean, that th- there well, is... Yeah, but it was on TV. I mean, it was uh, they were getting the crowd to boo him. It r- was the point. Right, it, but it's but it also didn't... And they, make... and they think person at home hears boos, oh, I boo too. That's but it, what they But think. again, it sets up how are you using it? Are you using yes. it? Because I, to this point, what I would say is you almost have a clean slate to work with. Right now, Aaron's not wrong. The, Sammy got screwed. He, he did. And, yes. and, and you could argue he's, he can be sympathetic because of that. But you've got to do the work to make him sympathetic. To your point, yeah, but he's still unlikable. And, and there's, then, then you lean into that. You just have Sammy continue to whine and continue to be unlikable and continue to be a heel. And if that's the case... Who really does want to see him against Brock Lesnar? You just you don't you're like whatever. I don't care about this. It's it's irrelevant to me. I don't well, like. No, Sammy it, it would Zane. be him making Brock lose, and that's a way to prolong. Like you were saying, how could you do Reigns but, and but Brock then, again? Then, but what's the payoff to that? The payoff to that is exactly what we talked about, which is Brock, Brock Lesnar right. not just winning, right. destroying him, getting into a ring and pulling him limb to limb and ripping him apart in twenty seconds, and that being that. That's the payoff to the Sami Zayn character that you're describing. So could you do it for the sake of doing it? I mean, sure, hell, you did Brock Lesnar and Ricochet once, right? Like, right, you right. can do that. Do I want it? I don't, I don't need that in my life in any way. If, if there was a world in which Brock Lesnar and Sami Zayn were really going to have a wrestling match? Yes. Yeah, sure, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd listen to that. But not only do I not believe they're going to do that, you're not presenting me the scenario by which that's the appropriate thing to do. That's the appropriate thing to do, I guess, if you're going to lean into the Sammy got screwed, you know, um, storyline, and he deserves an, a one-on-one opportunity against Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar cost him his championship. But if that's the case, you're leaning more towards the Sammy's actually a face scenario, and then why not have and him? And then Sammy goes on to beat Roman. Right, exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> 
like, like exactly that, that's right. the, you know what we've been missing it this entire time this whole thing we're, we're talking about these setups for the rumble and everything yep this is all about sammy yep 100 percent. oh the whole story is about sammy well, or they, they've definitely the, 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 well that will never ever happen they've done enough work with him that you could turn left well, and, and, well, and because sammy's very good yeah we all agree right. that sammy's really good and could do a lot of things but no it's not happening either but what could happen is the thing that i you know, we talked about last week where you know if you have kevin owens around you say huh Huh, huh, huh. We could make that work. I, I, I do, I do just want to say though, I think it says, I, I, you know, we always wonder, and you know, we got into the minutia of, of Kevin. Why would Kevin Owens want to leave WWE? Right? It, is it Sami Zayn in this same sort of territory? We're just not talking about it as much. Well, I don't know. I, I, I don't know where his contract is. Contract's yeah, coming up. I mean, yeah. that, that's so, the reason but, we're talking about with Kevin Owens. But, 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 no, 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 I know, but I mean, I've seen some people post similar things about Sammy about maybe his contract being within the year or whatever. The only reason I say that is because I say how much trust does it show that he that they did that with him on Friday with Brock? I don't know. Well, well, we know Brock won't just work with anybody. I also was impressed with Brock's role in this whole thing. Oh, because I, think, I don't, yeah, he's been I don't great. think I've ever seen him like this right. before. No, he was great. He was tremendous. He, I mean, like he I, was. I was blown away by the whole. He was gregarious. He had a lot to say. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So, I just that's worth noting. It was something we've never seen before, and uh, it does sort of add to the. Do, do they want the big predictions right now? I'm telling you, there is a match at day one. There is a match at WrestleMania. Whatever you want to happen in between can happen. Yeah. Does Brock what beat him, and does Roman right beat him at WrestleMania? Or, or what is your prediction? Um, my prediction, I'm going to keep with my prediction is that Brock doesn't win either one of them. I'm going to keep with that prediction, but how they do that, I don't know. I, do you, I, do you, does it make you nervous that they have started, they introduced the idea with Sami Zayn that Brock can't beat Roman Reigns. And so Brock beating Roman Reigns becomes the thing that we're actually pointing towards. Yes. All of it. Look, I'm nervous. I was wait, nervous. Wait, the second that came out of his mouth, I was like, no, oh, I no. You. But Brandon, I, I, I was I, I, I was nervous about Saudi Arabia. Like, this is Brock yeah, Lesnar that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Coming out of Saudi Arabia, I said the most likely scenario right now is win or lose. He's winning the Rumble. And that's happening. And now more, like, if you're telling me those two matches are happening, the logic, most logical thing going forward as to why they are not fighting between day one and WrestleMania is that either Brock has won at day one or Brock is winning the Rumble. Yeah, I don't, I don't love either of those scenarios, of course. And well, just because we don't know that they're fighting again between those times doesn't mean they won't. Oh, oh, oh but I'm just, I'm saying that's the, I'm giving. Well, you but if that, they're fighting more, then you're definitely having Brock Lesnar. Like my yeah, God, they're not fighting right. four times. It's, it's, right, it's, right. it's difficult enough to get to three matches without having Brock Lesnar win one of them. To, to have a fourth and have, it, like, come on, like, there's just right, no way right. he's got to win one of them. Now. I'm gonna stand by. I'm gonna stand by it. Maybe just for my own sanity, I'm gonna stand by the idea that they're not gonna have Brock Lesnar be the one to do it. But yes, all of the reasonable evidence would suggest at this point, no, he's definitely winning one of these effing matches. Like there is no doubt that when you're doing this much of it and leaning into him as really being the face, yep, you're a hundred percent right. We're stupid to think he's not gonna win one of these one of these matches. And, and here's another question for you. I think 
I think that this worked, and, and again, whether it worked, I'm, I felt like, in my opinion, the last time he held the title, it really worked because they leaned into him being, like, us not liking that he wasn't around, and us not liking that a guy like that had the title. What do you do with him if he's the ultra baby face with the belt? Because you can't do that anymore, and well, they've never... They've never been in that scenario. Somebody might him. argue that's the reason why you have him win the day one match. And that accomplishes. Well, because it's quick. It's yep. like yeah. four, four weeks later. You, you don't. And yeah, you don't have, you know, you win the day one. Let, let's assume he wins day one and even holds it till mania. Like no one cares if he doesn't defend at rumble because that's right. There's not a, what the there's a Royal is. rumble there. Yes. Uh, is it, it's crown jewel. That's right there. Right. So he's going is it to be really? defending it in Saudi Arabia. Well, there well, it can't be your Sami Zayn match. Um, but, but, but whatever he defend he defends yeah. it there, so like he's he's not going away at all. Right it's between just, there and WrestleMania, the, the day one and then and then you're having Roman Reigns win it back at WrestleMania, which is is the anti- I, weird. It's awful. I mean, like it's awful. But right. that's, that's why if, if you told me right now, based on my prediction, my prediction is he wins the Rumble and he wins the title. But then it goes back to Brandon's problem, which is after oh. Mania, it's unlikely that Brock Lesnar is a regular figure. It's, it's no, I don't, unlikely... think it would, I don't think it would be a long title right necessarily. But the next pay-per-view after Mania is like some random, probably pay backlash, right? right? So, so and, he, he, hold, he holds it till either money, well, he holds it, I guess, till July? Well, Money in the Bank is in a stadium. Money in the Bank is in a stadium yeah, next year. Is. So, yeah. yes, it would make a lot of sense for Brock Lesnar to be the champion going into Money in the Bank. And Money in the Bank, it, there's so many, there's so many things involved with Money in the Bank that you don't necessarily... You nec- could have someone win and cash in on Brock at the end of the night. You could do it. You could do it that way. Or it could just be where Roman Reigns gets his comeuppance or gets gets his revenge and... You could that doesn't have to be how the show ends. The show could end with a face winning Money in the Bank. Um, yeah. There's there's a million things that you could do between then. I, yeah, all I get everything you're saying is the evidence suggests all the evidence that we're put yes. in front of us suggests I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying that Brock Lesnar is going to win yeah. the belt at some point. Um, and that's to me that's a big bummer, but. You're right. Did you, ever, did you ever see Brock Lesnar shaking hands and kissing babies? Like I've never seen this shit before. But that doesn't mean that he should. Be, but that doesn't mean whatever, he should be the yeah. one beating Roman Reigns. No, I'm. I'm not saying he should be. I'm saying that's what makes me think he will. Come <laughs> on, I get it. Right. The evidence. What I keep yeah. coming back to. The evidence is telling me yes. Brock Lesnar is beating Roman Reigns. It's just that it shouldn't be that. It it should not be. Brock Lesnar should not be the one ending this run. And. I guess the math works out, and again, we'll go back to this, the math works out that maybe he can prevent Roman from breaking his record by beating him at day one. His record, quote-unquote, by beating him at day one. So maybe that goes back to the the other scenario that we talked about. I don't know. I I have to think that Brock Lesnar is involved. As I come back to Money in the Bank being in a stadium, it's pretty clear they've got to think that Brock Lesnar is going to be at Money in the Bank. Um, can, can, can I ask you one more question? I know that this is going on. And we've got to hit an AEW, and i got to wrap up. So quickly. Okay, one more thing. So we haven't talked about this in a while. What's the latest on The Rock? Is there any definitive anything? No, no not no, at all. There's no definitive anything. But but I mean, like, there's no definitive no. I guess is what I said. And, yeah. and if anything, they're leaning into the maybe, right? I mean, I, I, you know, he's talking about it. You know, he's being asked about it on like every interview and stuff, and he's pretty much just being like, "Yeah, it'd be fun to wrestle him at some point." 
But okay, so you know, the, I think the biggest problem for us was Roman has to win or we can't do it, right? Is there a way to involve The Rock winning a match that isn't Roman? Like, is there a way to parlay this into Brock Rock and sure. that having something to do with Roman? But, the but whole, like, the whole point of this is Rock Roman. To some extent, the whole point of this is Rock Roman. Um, but I've my s- point is, you do that after whoever beats Roman. Well, I just, I, I don't know that we know, you know, they know or anybody knows how often they can get The Rock. This might be a one shot thing. But if they could sign him to a deal like they did last time, where they guaranteed sure. that he would be at two WrestleManias, could you do the first the first time he's kind of with Roman, right? And maybe The Rock is how Lesnar doesn't win at WrestleMania or something. You do Brock Rock, and you do Roman losing to whoever it is, right? And then you do the Rock-Roman match with no belt, so that it's more... I don't know. Just a thought I had, because I mean, you got to think Brock or Rock's looking at this Brock run, being like, "That's kind of compelling for me to be a part of that too." I don't, I don't, I don't think that he cares about anything along those lines. I really don't. Yeah. I think, I think that he's doing this because there's a bunch of money involved and because it's his cousin or whatever. Right. Yeah. Or, or I don't it's even. I don't. He wants to do. I don't. By the way, I don't even know how much he cares about the cousin part of it. I really don't. Right. Like, I'm sure if it was presented to him. To my point, like, if. If Roman Reigns got hurt and you know, knock on every piece of wood, and they came back to him and said, "Look, we have a different idea. You do one th- one time thing with Brock Lesnar. It's the biggest thing that's ever going to happen." I think he'd be equally likely to say, "Okay, it's good for the business. Good for everybody involved. It's something different for me to do. I'll do it." Right? Like yeah. by all means, I'll with, do it. With Brock, yes. I don't think you're substituting anyone besides Brock. Well, I mean, his last WrestleMania ma- match was against Eric Rowan, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> well, but that, that wasn't a match. But no, yeah, it was. <laughs> it legally counts. It's an official he match. Defeated Eric, Eric it's, it's Rowan in, the in a WrestleMania match, my friend. Like that's a thing that occurred. Um, Real quick before we move to AEW, oh God, we got to remember go that f- conversation we had about them not playing up the riddle of smoking thing. Oh yeah. my God! Holy <laughs> crap! <laughs> I kept thinking like there's got to be a reveal like they got to they got to turn the bag upside down and there's going to be something else in it and we're like ah right no <laughs> like they just <laughs> left it they were smoking weed all right um okay all this being said let's hit AEW I, very very odd to me I, what the game plan was related to MJF and Long Island and yeah. CM Punk. It's just very odd to me. What exactly are they doing the thing that we think just happened? Like do 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 they think that next week nobody cares that CM Punk was getting booed and MJF was getting cheer- cheered? Did they yeah, I think that they the, did the Britt Baker thing too, remember? Where she got cheered in Pittsburgh. But and they, they treated her like a, they, a baby face. But not like MJF, right? No, this like, was this was next level. You're no, right. This is MJF, the most despised person on the planet, gets a Hollywood entrance. Gets, uh, and that, and then they gave him his moment of turning. Right, like they did that, but but who cares? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I, I it was, it was, it was, it was. Uh, all of it was really kind of strange. Like I just can't lie. All of it was really quite strange, and you know, it was, it was. It was strange, but it was quite entertaining. It was entertaining. I don't disagree with that. Yes. It was entertaining, yeah. except for like, 
I don't know. I felt the whole CM Punk thing was weird. Like, well, that, no, that part of it aside, the rest of it was really entertaining. I, I thought that was just a weird. I think they would have been better I, I off. I bet he was entertaining. Yeah, he was. I think they would have been better off starting the show with MJ and all of that stuff, right? And then letting CM <laughs> Punk. The, CM Punk was doing the Pete Rose bit from. <laughs> Let me hear it. The yeah. Islanders haven't won a game. It, I mean, it was like. It was really nine year old comedian hack. It jokes. was awkward, man. It was really <laughs> awkward with CM Punk in the ring where you're like, I, 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 and then like, I don't know, whatever, whatever. Well, you're going to boo me. You don't boo the Islanders after they lose eight straight right? games. Like what a, yeah. what a weird, waka waka. all of that was just so odd. Like, okay. But yes, you're right. The MJF stuff was very much entertaining. No question about it. The MJF side of it. Proved to be very entertaining. Um, they, I, I personally love the bit where he was running back to the ring to save Dante Martin. That yeah, was, yeah, that was good. That was that was a good bit. That was a good bit. I don't. I mean, MJF's great, right? So like, that, nothing about that is surprising. Um, I, I I guess they want us to think that the Cody thing was something. Like, I guess that was. They they want us. What to, I want to is what do what is their plan for that? They don't they, know. It goes back into what we talked about last week. Like, what was it at the end of, of Dynamite last week? What is this for Cody? Like, because you are, you are, this is the first time you've put him, uh, since, since Darby, you've put him up against super, super baby face. Yeah, you're putting him up. But, but it's also not for, a, like, a whole pay-per-view cycle, right? Like, it's for, right. it's for a match. On Christmas Day. Um... I don't. I don't know. I, I really don't have that answer. I genuinely don't know. I think that they. Here's what I think. I think that the purpose for that was that they wanted us to walk out of that saying, "Okay, that was Cody announcing himself as a heel," because they did the whole thing about which tunnel he yeah. went into, right? Like They're teasing it at least. Yeah. That they that they want us to believe that it was a it was a pronouncement towards Cody being a heel, but I still don't believe that they actually are going to go there fully as much as they just want to lean into it because they're trying to figure out how to solve the problem that, as I keep saying, cannot be solved. Like they, I, I think they might actually be doing it. I, I think like this, they, might this actually is a boiling. Be, this feels, I mean, we've had lots of boiling po- point moments, but you're putting up against him up against a guy who's going, you know, one of the, gets one of the bigger pops in, in the cr- entire roster. Like, and he had the line to, about, just between two good guys like us or whatever. Yeah. Oh, like, they were they were clearly leaning into it. I think they're, whether they're doing it or not, they definitely want to lean into it. Um, and if if at this point they just realize, hey, there's nothing else we can do, we have no choice but to try to make you a heel and see if it can work. I mean, okay. Well, they, like, they definitely moved him away from Andrade and uh, Alistair Black or Malachi right, Black all right, of a sudden. Right. Right. They have him caring about other people now. So yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I really don't I, know. I, I think it might so, actually be is better than nothing. Like a, a direction is better than nothing. I, I say. guess it is. I like. I guess you're right about that. Except it comes back. The problem is still not whether he's a face or a heel. Like, th- and it's the thing right. that we can't. The but pro- but assuming that they're not going to put him on the shelf for a year, I'd rather see him in a specific but, direction but than whatever this. Is. As a heel. They think he's just supposed to be the most important thing on the show. It's going to be the exact same problem. They can lean into it and say, well, we want you to boo, so good, right? But it's the type of heat 
that becomes truly problematic. It's the Eva Marie heat where people, who do you boo more than you boo Eva Marie? Well, that's not the real problem here. The problem is I don't want to watch now. The problem isn't the heat. It's that you're making me say I want to do something else with my time. Turning him heel it can address the heat that he's getting. But if as a heel he is still elevated over everyone else, it's not going to be the type of heat that you want. It's not heel heat. It's we don't want you on the show. Right, right. They can't turn him heel and then have him bury everybody. It's right. the same but problem. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I think I'd rather have that than this, whatever this is. Maybe. I, I don't know if I'm arguing I, anything. I, I, I think it's not a good two choices, but if you're telling me those are the two choices. I don't know, man. He was only on the show for 20 seconds this week. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good that's a <laughs> like, step I'm gonna, the right I'm going to come back to, I don't, I don't know that I agree with you. I, like the, the best solution for Cody is less Cody. Like, and, and again, I've said you, you put him on the shelf for a long time, but if he's, if he's just an irrelevant part of the show – for some time, or if he just starts like wrestling matches on dark or something, I don't know. You know, like that. He, he did do the Fuego too bit. I don't even know what that is. What is that? Like, like he, he came out as a luchador to team with uh, Fuego at one point. Did he on darker? Oh, I didn't elevation, even, I don't, something I like that. About, yeah, I didn't know about that. Um, yeah. Here, like, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and, and it's really funny. Actually, they have the solution for how to to Glenn's point. They have the solution for how to fix Cody for a few weeks, which is just treat them like they treated CM Punk for the past two months before he feuded with MJF. Just, just have him wrestle people and not be a, not be the focus of the show. I I guess, I, but don't won't make the matches as long, right? Like, well, no, but I'm just saying it's it's kind of funny. Like we talked about how CM Punk, it was a, almost a problem that they were doing that with him, but that's exactly what you should do with with Cody for a little bit. Right. You know, is just have him be. You know, people listen. We can't ignore that people want to see him because people do want to see him. People are booing him, but it's I disagree. It's like- I disagree with that right now, dude. It's not that. It's way closer to the thing I'm talking about. It's way closer. We don't want to watch you, think you that lose. Even the people that buy those collegiate jacket AEW things don't want to see him, or now they think it's cool to boo him. Like that, there is an element of that too, I, right? I, I, an element of it, sure. There are brainless, you know. I think there's right. an element of it, but I think it's way more the no, we don't okay, like kind of, yeah. it's, and, and it's not a personal yeah. thing. It's what I keep always saying. It's your character. We don't, we don't want someone who's elevated above everybody else, unless right. we've decided they've earned that. We don't want that. Nobody has ever wanted that. That's not. You know what? And Glenn, I think I'm starting to see your like. So even in them trying to fix it, they wallow in their own problem because they they just say, okay, we'll make him a heel now. But, you know, he's still but trying to fix it is being is still he like that's now the focus of the show. Correct. That's whether he's a heel or not now. Just just leave it alone. Just just perpetuating the problem even more. Exactly right exactly what I'm talking about. You can't just make him a heel and then say, well, now he'll be the most important heel on the show. That's the, the problem. Well, isn't well, you also, heel. But, but here's what I fear though. Cause like I, I, I actually, yes, you're right. He can't be the most important heel on the show, but turning him heel could fix it. The problem is what they're going to do is they're going to say, will he, won't he for eight weeks? Well, and that's they're sure there's gonna that's gonna drag it out for a while, and then after that, even if if they if they keep, I just, 
The, the show cannot be the Cody Rhodes show. Right. The show can't be... You're, you're tuning in this week to find out what's, what's happening with Cody Rhodes. You can't... Stop it. Stop. There's a lot of good. That continues to be a problem. Anything else we got to cover? Because I got to go. I don't think so. All right. Very good. Uh, plugs. Aaron. Uh, check out VEASAN, VEASAN.com. Of course, check out the Nightcap, 7 to 10 Pacific, 10 to 1 a.m. Eastern, every day, Monday through Friday. And follow me on Twitter, at DA Oster. Brandon. We announced Modest Mouse is coming to Ramson Live on April 18th. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Um, RamsonLive.com for all new announcements, at Ramshead Live on Twitter, at Ramshead Live on Instagram. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. At AJ Francis 410 is how you follow him. And, of course, uh, go pick up uh, First Class, which is available right now. At Glenn Clark Radio for me and GlennClarkRadio.com. And please, if you're in this area, I still need your coats and your clothes. Oh, we got spots. Brandon signed up for our Bull Pick'em contest. Brandon. Oh, I missed you were doing this. I yeah, we this. Do it every yeah you tweeted at me like some asshole, like I wasn't going to pay you. No, it's just a rule that I actually set it up. I, I refused. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not chasing anyone's money. I'm over it. I am over chasing people's money. I will not let you in. I don't care who, I don't care if it was my wife. I am not chasing money any longer. I'm not going to get to the end of it and be like, ah, crap, this per- I told this person, I'm right, not doing it yeah. any longer. So if you want in, you got to pay me first. That's the way it works. Well, that was like almost the way you said it was like. No, I no, I was just making oh, a joke. That's all I was doing. Oh, okay, I was just making okay. a joke. I think I said <laughs> made a joke about you buying more Foo Fighters tickets or something like that. Which Come I on. which I did do, by yeah. the way. I'm, I'm not surprised. I by saw that. Foo Fighters this weekend. That was awesome. Where was that, by the way? That was at the uh, the Dolby Theater at Park MGM. It's like a five six thousand uh, yeah, cool. venue. That's very right. cool. When I does... can't believe that's the first time you've ever seen them. Wait. It was just one of those things that for whatever reason. Oh, I, I didn't know that either. Stuff. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, that's remarkable. Yeah. Well, uh, can you get us Adele tickets or no? How's that? You know, I mean, no, I, I can think, pull. Uh, I, so? I feel like pulling strings is even hard for, for I that. I swear to God. But... Was it $17,000 or something like that? My something like that. word. What has happened? Um, she played in the WTMD studio once. That is that is a that's r- wild. great shoot. Weird. Um, all right. Anyway, the, the moral of the story is uh, I need your coats and I need your clothes. And we've got drop boxes all over town. If you go at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, you can find a list of them. Please help us help helping up mission. And what we're doing is $5. It's $25 to get into the bull pick em contest. And $5 of everyone's submission is going to um, uh, buy some more stuff for the folks at helping up mission. So the winner will get the rest. Uh, but $5 of, of what you're paying to get in. So 20% of what we raise uh, we'll go to Helping Up Mission. The other 80% will go to the winner. So uh, just hit me up, at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, uh, and let me know that you want in, but you have to pay me first, period. I made, Bra- I made Brandon. Brandon, who gets me into concerts. All- oh, yeah, I shouldn't say that out loud. Brandon, who's done... That's okay to say out loud. He's done favors for me regularly. Uh, I made him pay because I'm just not chasing money. That's the way that it goes. All right. Uh, we will see you guys next week for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. Vent, 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 vent. AJ Francis, aka Frank Huhada. Not, not, not. Uh, AJ Francis. Uh, I am Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing mm, out. F me for saying I needed this show to be over in an hour and 15 minutes, and here we are two hours later. <laughs>